Three great planets, all visible right after sunset, along with a visit from the moon for each one, make September of 2021 a calm but convenient month for breaking out that telescope. Welcome to Observing with Webb, where a high school astronomy teacher tells you what you're looking at, why it's so cool, and what you should check out later this month at night. Don't forget you can watch this on YouTube. Uh, Mr. Webb PV is what you're looking for, or search Observing with Webb. but uh, let's, let's get right into it. We've got uh, some planets, events, and constellations. So let's start with the naked eye planets. Sunset is really the best time to go out this month because you've got three planets out there. The first one is Venus, and that's going to be off in the west. It's going to be the brightest one out there, but it's not going to be there for too long. Just uh, take a look outside around sunset, watch the sunset, and then uh, stay there and see if you can find the brightest point of light coming out uh, off in the west. That will be Venus. It's about 10 degrees above the horizon for the entire month. Now, if you look sort of in the opposite direction, you'll be able to see Saturn and Jupiter. Now, throughout September, Saturn and Jupiter will appear in the southeast right as it gets dark. You should be able to see them. They'll be the, well, aside from Venus, the first two bright things that you see in the sky. And Jupiter will be the brightest one on the left side, and Saturn will be the not quite as bright, but still brighter than everything else around it. That's going to be about 15 degrees to the right. So, again, sunset, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, three all in one shot. It's a good deal. Now, throughout the night, you're going to still be able to see Saturn and Jupiter. Since they rise in the southeast, they're going to move to the south and to the southwest throughout the night. And in the beginning of the month, Saturn sets at 4 a.m. with Jupiter at 5.30 a.m. But then by the end of the month, Saturn and Jupiter set at about 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. respectively. So no morning planets, in other words, is what I'm trying to say. So you've got Venus, which sets pretty quickly off in the west at sunset. And then you've got Saturn and Jupiter off in the east and traveling to the southwest. So make sure you go and check those out. Now the moon stops by those at some point. So let's talk about what the moon's looking like this month. We start off with the moon having some morning crescents. So you're looking east in the a.m. And uh, they get thinner and thinner until the 6th, which is the new moon, the darkest skies. The following week, you've got some nice evening crescents. So when you go out and you take a look for Venus, you should be able to find the moon nearby. Uh, Until the 13th. The 13th is the first quarter moon. And that is visible until midnight. Then we've got some evening gibbous moons that week, mostly lit after sunset, until the full moon on the 20th. And that's, of course, when it's visible all night. You've got a waning gibbous moon for the next week after that until the last quarter moon on September 28th, which is visible starting at midnight 
and into the morning. So what do we have for these close encounters? Well, um, you've got two of them, essentially. The first one is with the moon and Venus. This is going to be really, really nice to see uh, with your naked eye. But go out on September 9th or September 10th and watch the sunset, which is about 722. And just hang out there until you see the bright Venus, the bright point of light, which is Venus off in the west. And you'll see a thin crescent moon uh, directly to the right of it on the 9th. Now, it will probably be hard to see the moon because it'll be low in the sky, but Venus should be easy to find. Even though it's smaller, it's much, much brighter. And then on the 10th, the moon will have moved left and up from Venus. So they're still close by. You can still see them both. Uh, but that would be your close encounter for Venus and the moon, 9th to the 10th. And then uh, a little less than a week later, you start getting the close encounter with the moon, Saturn, and Jupiter. And so if, if you stay out there every day, you'll notice the moon at the same time each day. If you look same time, you'll notice that the moon sort of moves from the west toward the east. So from Venus towards Saturn and Jupiter. And the 15th to the 19th is when it sort of makes its way through those two. So anytime after sunset, get out there and look southeast to find the moon, Saturn, and Jupiter. On the 15th, they line up with Jupiter on the left, Saturn in the middle, and the moon on the right. Now after this, the moon passes by the two gas giants. So it goes just below Saturn on the 16th. That's going to be pretty sweet. And then down into the left, or sorry, down into the right of Jupiter on the 17th. And then, of course, to the left of both of them on the 18th and 19th. So all three of them move westward throughout the night, uh, setting between 3 and 4 a.m. So after that, the only real event we have is on the 22nd, which is the fall equinox. Now, of course, that's when all locations on Earth experience a day of almost exactly 12 hours and a night of almost exactly 12 hours. It is the astronomical first day of fall, uh, even though meteorologically it typically starts in the beginning of September, even though I would very much disagree with that here in Pennsylvania this year. All right, uh, so we've got our events done. Let, let's talk a, a little bit about the constellations. Now, of course, skymaps.com, make, uh, they make a great map every single, t uh, every single month. So go out and get that, skymaps.com. That'll help you. But um, what I wanted to do is just talk about uh, some after dinner and before work constellations. So after dinner, Sagittarius is looking really good. Um, basically just use binoculars or even a telescope and a star chart and you can just scan through that southern constellation of Sagittarius. Now, um, that is the teapot uh, constellation that is toward the south. Just look south, uh, but you got to make sure you have a good view of the horizon. You're not going to see it over top of any trees or unless they're really far away or even a house. Um, and so there are at least seven easily visible clusters 
uh, and nebulae uh, up into the right of the teapot of Sagittarius. Okay, so make sure you check out Sagittarius. That is just an awesome thing to see. The other one to find is the Summer Triangle. Well, it's actually four to find. Um, Lyra, Cygnus, and Aquila, and Delphinus. And so all you got to do is look straight up before 10 p.m., and you'll be able to see Lyra the Harp, Cygnus the Swan, Aquila the Eagle, and Delphinus the Dolphin. Now, these three constellations have the three brightest stars of the summer sky. Now, off to the east of this is the small but beautiful constellation of Delphinus. If you're under dark skies and away from city lights, you may be able to catch a glimpse of the Milky Way passing through Cygnus and Aquila. If you're looking past 10 p.m., well, they'll be moving uh, toward the west and lower in the sky. Now, let's say you're getting up, taking the trash out, you've go, you're going out before work. Uh, Cassiopeia is a good one to see. It's only a few degrees below the zenith, or the point that is straight up above you, just a little bit to the north, and that is the queen of the sky. So just look north, tilt your head almost all the way up, and you'll see five bright stars that form an M, or upside down W, uh, depending on what font you normally use. Uh, and the angle on the left one will be almost a right angle, and the right one is an obtuse angle. Okay? Um, but yeah, so uh, that's what we got going on for September. Not a whole lot, but if I were you, I'd be getting out my telescope and taking some time to look at Saturn with its rings, and Jupiter with its moons and bands, and maybe even Venus. Uh, looks like it... Um, uh, might be looking uh, pretty good in that telescope. Not quite a perfect circle. So, uh, yeah, so with that, um, I'd like to wish you all very clear dark skies for the month of September. 